Let me do, let me go to what I was about to start with. All right, yeah, let's yeah. get to the regular intro. Let's, now. let's get to it. Oh, Ayo, two words, shot town, Southside, worldwide. Cause I rep that till I fucking die. One neck, two chains, one waist, two gas, one wall, twenty plaques. Dudes, they give me that. I am limelight, blueprint, five mics. Go get his rhyme like shoulda been signed twice. Most imitated, Grammy nominated, hotel accommodated, cheerleader prom dated, barbershop player hated, mom and pop bootlegged it. Felt like it rained till the roof caved in. But two words, shot town, raised me crazy. So I live by two words. Fuck you, pay me. Screaming, Jesus, save me. You know how the game be. I can't let them change me. Cause on judgment day, you gon' blame me. Look, God, it's the same me. Basically, no, now we get racially profiled. Cuffed up and hosed down. Pimped up and hold down. Plus, I got a whole city to hold down. From the bottom, so the top's the only place to go now. Soul on the one tunes, ladies and gentlemen. This is a request, and you know he just hate requests. Ravon, song of the week. Mariah Carey, fantasy. Had to say it real sexy. This is a banger. That's how you actually fire. <laughs> Gotta wait for her to get to the, that one note, and then I'll be all right. All right, welcome to the For the Record <laughs> podcast. I'm your host, as always, every single week, Harry Danto here with uh, my co-host Revon. What's up? What's going on? And always behind the camera, we have our guys Kofi and Davidson. Actually, I had a quick question: Which way did you guys like? You know, in general, do you want me to say your name first? Did you want me to say your name first? Do you want me to mix it up? Well, you can call me Mr. Go Left on a Bitch Who Can't Find Her Right Mind. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to remember that. So <laughs> I got questions, to be honest, but all right. I mean, you're more than welcome to ask. Why? I don't know. I just thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, okay. And okay. does that go before Davidson or after Davidson? Did that like, go before Davidson yeah. or after Davidson? Uh, we'll just do it before. So the viewers don't get confused, you know what I'm saying? All right, cool, 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 cool. I'll try to remember that for the next time. I've already forgotten. How the hell am I supposed to compete with that? <laughs> <laughs> you, better be, you better say after, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, so as you guys heard, uh, a little bit of Kanye. At this point, we know that, you know, his genius uh, documentary has now dropped. Um, at this point, I don't know if the second one's going to be out by the time we get this out there, but I mean, the first one's already out. Um, let's talk about it. We already, we already got it going, so let's talk oh, yeah, about yeah. it a little bit. You've seen it. Uh, I got through the first half of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen nothing besides what I've You've looked seen at. Seen on Twitter? Well, I've, well on whatever. Well, I, 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 I use my Twitter for, you know, NFTs and crypto and stuff, but I, you know, have to do research here, so I tried to look on Twitter and see how everyone was perceiving it. Mm. And before I say what I saw on Twitter, I would love to hear what you thought about it so far. Gotcha. So honestly, it was weird for me just because I don't ever like watch documentaries. You know me. I'm just a cartoon kid. Yeah. I, just, yeah, yeah. I don't watch serious I absolutely stuff. love documentaries. Uh, yeah. It's not for me. Okay. So for me to watch, it was kind of taking a chance, but not really. I love con- 
Kanye, yes. hearing Don just say it, I've been saying Kanye my whole life. It's Kanye. Okay. Um, but it was pretty cool um, from the sense of, like, every image or whatever I have of this dude is, like, as a dude who's been so far in the industry, like, I continue to see him as his current self. Mm -hmm. So to see videos of him when he was, like, 19, 20 years old was, like, pretty crazy to be, like, he's had the same drive for all this time. Well, that was one of the things. So, I mean, obviously going through Twitter, I'm like, all right, let me start looking at the videos that's there and see what everyone's saying. And you literally watch the video and honest to God, you couldn't tell the difference between how he acts today and how he acted back then. Yep. Like he just didn't have a million cameras in front of his face all day, but he did the same thing. Like Literally. all day long, bro. All day. That's crazy. There were points where like, and I wish I remembered exactly what he said, but like he would pretty much turn to the camera and just be like, yo, I'm out here doing this shit and I'm making music that's real to me. I'm not rapping about like no hard life Chicago stuff. It's not a quote, but it's pretty much what he spoke about. And it worked for him. Well, the only thing that I don't, uh, that is a little bit inconsistent about what you just said and what he said on a more recent comments talking about how he's like oh i i made this type of music because it was more marketable and i didn't really care i and all, all i cared about was the gangster stuff mm. but you know you're not really about that life no so I, I, he, he said it as a young he's like yeah i don't care about that gangster stuff exactly Pretty. exactly so we know you don't care but it's okay it works now so right now your first impression is good or bad it's absolutely good. great it's good. Okay. Um, granted, I'm only 45 minutes, and like I don't even think I've gotten to the drop of his first album Wait, how, yet. How long is part one? An hour and a half. Okay, okay, okay. So, I'm, yeah, I'm halfway through. Okay. Um, But no, it's pretty, just footage I would have never thought I'd seen, like seeing him at um, Rockefeller Records playing All Falls Down for A&R. It's like just seeing him in there. Like when I think of someone playing music for an A&R, I think of like Bobby Schmurter standing on the table. Oh, that's, you know great. that's absolutely great scene. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, so it was interesting to see him doing it though, like years back. And I yeah. mean, it's what everyone does, but we don't ever see that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. Oh, and right, shout right. out to, oh, I don't want to say his name wrong. Yeah. But I think Coot, Cootie, um, who like recorded it, who's been with Ye for all this time. Just really? Following him around with the camera. Yeah, so that's how it kind of starts. It's dude explaining himself. Talking about, like, yeah, I was working with Kanye. I knew he'd blow up. I wanted to make a documentary of him. So we started following him around with the camera. Documentary didn't drop for fucking 24 years. And now he's probably going to, like, blow up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had, dude, so that's what gets me is because I have no idea who this guy was. And as a person who, like, considers himself a big Kanye fan, you would assume that, like, you kind of know all the people in his circle, all the people around him. So to be like, who the hell is, like, maybe I'm just ignorant, but I'm like, yo, who is this guy? It's because he's always behind, or typically behind a camera, just following the guy. And yeah. then not releasing footage of this stuff. Well, he saved it for a great time. Yeah. And I'm actually very excited, because I know this is part one. I can't wait till it gets kind of more into the 2010, 2013 range, where he's more morphing into trying to go to become Yeezus, and have this company and do these type of things so i do think it, w it would be like i mean i'm pretty sure they have that in there too but i'd like to hope so that's what i'm anticipating some of those things well so i was slightly worried about that because like i said i'm 45 minutes into it and i know that the whole thing is like four hours and a half overall okay i'm 45 minutes in and i'm not even at his first album yet 
So I'm wondering at what point do they like just skip over parts of his yeah. life? You know what I mean? And you don't want it to be rushed either. I mean, exactly. Um, I'm kind of enjoying like this beginning stage because it's a lot of stuff that I haven't seen. And I'm feeling like they might be like, yeah, everything from like 2017 on, you guys kind of know, like, why would we show you that? Um, but like it's stuff I want to see, you know what I mean? Okay. So I'm interested to see where it goes from here. Word, word, word. I know you say you don't really watch documentaries. Did you watch The Last Dance? No. Oh, no. my God. I kind of want to, though. Nah, nah, you got to watch it. I kind of want to. It's great. Like, a great documentary. Really? And I'm a big documentary person, mm-hmm. so, you know, sometimes they're a little... I mean, I've been watching a documentary called, like, Don't Fuck With Cats. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No. You got to watch that, too. It's actually kind of crazy. Don't, but you don't like you don't like You don't like kind of serious shit. Yeah, but I it's like for it. I about like jokes. Like, it's like about, like a, like, a dude who was a murderer, and they only found out because... A bunch of people love cats, and he like put cats in these weird videos. But it's, it, that, that's besides the point. <laughs> it, like you gotta, yeah. you gotta see. It's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, you gotta watch Last Dance. Like you're a sports person. So my, so pretty much why I didn't watch it at first was because like when it dropped, I think it dropped like what over like five weeks. It didn't all drop at once. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't that that was it for me. Um, I wanted to watch it all at once. They have it on Netflix now, all at once. Yeah. And then I got to it, and I was like, oh, this is like 10 hours. Yeah. Wow. I'll, I'll watch it. I have to watch it again this year. Have no, to. It's, it's on my list of things to watch this year. Um, it's pretty funny from what I, like, all I really know about it is what translated onto social media. Yeah. And the yeah, drama yeah. and the memes that came oh, out yeah, of it. Yeah. All that stuff is just bullshit. But it's actually very good. Actually very good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. Um, Does he make him the GOAT? I mean, he's always the GOAT to me. Even though I look, LeBron's my favorite player, but I'm realistic. Even if he isn't the best player, he's the player that made the NBA the NBA. Fair. You know what I'm saying? If he take he took the NBA to a whole nother level, I have to give you that respect. LeBron is taking it to another business level, but Michael Jordan is the only owner that's black in the only black owner in literally between base like the I major think in sports. In major sports. Majority owner, Michael Jordan's the only one. So I'm going to give him that because he does what he has to do. But speaking Fair. of documentaries, I, I mean, we, we kind of glanced over a documentary um, I seen on YouTube from Vice that was speaking about cannabis mm-hmm. um, that talked a lot about how, you know, the black market in cannabis is absolutely thriving right now. Booming. And it was remarkable to me because I'm like, wouldn't it be worse because of what we're doing? So I'm going to play a little bit from the from the YouTube clip from Vice. I want to give you guys enough credit. You know, you guys made the, the video. It's yeah, not, yeah. not made by me, made by Vice. So please don't, you know, come with your litigation. No attacks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, let me play a little bit of the video. But yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. But yeah, here, here's the video. Set these up. For massive operations like this with thousands of plants, uh, low penalties have become just the cost of doing business. Never mind. Thought this What's going to happen to that guy? <laughs> Most likely it's going to be a marijuana citation and we'll release them with uh, COVID and stuff. We rarely uh, take these people into jail unless it's a violent felony. But this is huge. This is just some of the, the processed marijuana that they've raided here. This big mountain of pot is kind of a drop in the bucket. There's sites like this all around us, basically as far as the eye can see, 
other greenhouses, illegal grow hops. So the sheriffs could be raiding properties like this all day, every day, and still not get rid of all of them, just in this one corner of the county. The harm is that these growers can use toxic chemicals and pesticides, hijack water, and destroy the environment. The sheriff's department says organized crime has taken advantage. This county has seen seizures of illicit weeds skyrocket over the last five years. All right, so as you can see, if you don't under, if you don't know, I can help you help out and explain a little bit. So this gentleman who's doing a documentary, he's you know he's he's in the car, he's talking with a police officer, and he, the police officer, the sheriff, is actually talking to him, you know, about how there's a lot of illegal growers in California, and I don't want to be dry snitching. <laughs> I don't want to dry snitch. But yes, there's a lot of legal growers in California that, you know, obviously grow cannabis. And, you know, now that it's legalized, they're getting fined. But these people are growing so much and the fines don't change depend on how much you grow, which is actually funny because in cannabis, where it is legal, where it's legalized, when you make an infraction for your business, you do get fined dependent how big your business is. So the fact that they don't make that differentiation, if I said that right, I don't know if I did. I felt like I did. Um, the fact that they don't, you know, make that, I don't want to say it again. Differentiation. I don't want to say, yeah, <laughs> I don't wanna say it again. The fact that they don't, they don't do that with illegal growers is actually pretty crazy because if you do it the right way and you do something wrong, you get fined based off of how big your company is, which is one of the rules that we learned when we, you know, started working here. Yeah. But yeah, so in the in the documentary talking about that and I mean, is it surprising to you that, you know? Yes. You know to hear it happening in California, yeah. Had you said here, I would have believed it for sure. Mm. Oh, well, kinda sorta. <laughs> but to hear it in California where I feel like I mean for the most part, people consider California like one of the pinnacles of like the cannabis industry in the United States. Um, so to hear that their black market has like skyrocketed is weird because I'd assume that everything's dispensed. I mean, granted, of course, there's always a black market, but I would assume that just that the dispensaries over there would be booming. Yeah. But that's not what they said in the video. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's and the thing about dispensaries which is what it's which is so crazy about the industry is that it's lucrative if you know what you're doing but it's also very it's an abused industry like people really want to be in it to just make the money just make money bro and leave it for you know what i'm saying it's really abused you know how many people own big companies in this industry who don't smoke oh Davidson, yeah, did you have a question? Yeah, I did, I did, I did. Hey, okay. Hey, everyone. <laughs> um, my thing is, like, do you think the whole process, I know the whole process of, you know, getting a dispensary, is a, it's a process in itself. Do you feel like because the black market is, it's very large in a sense, right? It kind of forces them to be within this market because the whole process of even owning your own dispensary is at times a bit absurd. I even watched the documentary myself where it talked about one of the guys, he's trying to be in this social equity program and he said he spent over $50,000 and still had, had, doesn't even have one up and running yet. I mean, you wanna, hear, you wanna hear that part? 
Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll play it. I'll play it a little bit. And yeah, sure, sure. But before, sure. We, before we do play it, should we play it or should, what, do you, what do you think? Oh, well, I mean, I have an answer to it. Oh, I know. Okay. From my own perspective. I'm all yours. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I personally, I mean, granted, 50K, that's a lot of money. I don't think that's a lot considering it's California. In Massachusetts, it definitely takes a lot more money to open a dispensary. Um, well, I might be ignorant. I might be wrong, but I'm assuming so. It definitely takes a lot more from what I've heard from like owners out here. In California, I wouldn't necessarily consider 50 racks too much money. See, but I think in the video, which I will play, the gentleman was talking about how I was all out of pocket and he still had he still wasn't up and running. Like yeah. if you spend fifty thousand and you don't even have a business yet, well I mean I would be demoralized. Granted, you I probably said wouldn't that, yeah. I wouldn't give up because I'm like, if I put fifty thousand, I'm dying before <laughs> before I let you take my fifty racks. But yes, I mean it's a little bit demoralizing to spend that much money and not get any type of return for it do you feel like there's some sort of like a lottery system because i know there's probably statistically let's say like 300 people probably apply for it and then only maybe mm, let's say like 30 people are the only ones that get their applications accepted and then they probably have to go through another funnel and then another to even in the long run even get a dispensary well the thing about it and i'm pretty like i mean after listening to ulysses because i i mean if you guys don't know i do another radio sh i do a radio show with the owner of the, the dispensary here it's called infuse influence just kind of a shameless plug but i've listened to him so many times talk about his story and the thing about owning a dispensary or getting started is that you need a lot of the other parts to work so you need someone who has some legal background in order to make sure that you're, you're, you know, signing your licenses correctly, make sure everything's right. It's also important that you have a building ready to go before you even decide to do it because it's so important to have a place, especially out here. You need somewhere to, to sell cannabis. And there's like, a lot of places that you can't do it at. So. You know what I'm saying? You need to know where you can do it. You need to be a certain distance away from schools, from housing properties. Like, you need those type of regulations and that's where the difficulty comes in and i i might be wrong again but like i want to assume that aggressive market is mainly here in massachusetts yeah in yeah. california i feel like ignorance again but like there's like a dispensary everywhere you know what i mean like, now they're, they're, <laughs> they're really everywhere is. there really is and the thing about it is like because there's a dispensary everywhere and because i think we talked about it a little earlier because it's so like out here in massachusetts it's a little bit harder to have a black market take over as much as I think it probably can in California because no one's going to buy, like everyone buys off of quality, especially, especially with cannabis. Like some people buy off a of price, but you know, you want the best price for the best quality. With Massachusetts, you have to grow in your house. You can't grow it outside all year long. And you legally only get like six plants a person or you, per household. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're growing at your house. Some people can really do it well, but it takes a certain type of person to have the right environment even in their house to do that. In California, I'm not saying that it's just always sunny. <laughs> but I'm saying it's always sunny. I really wish we were talking about Philadelphia. I don't really I know I I know I know. I know. <laughs> um but hold on, let me play let me play the clip of when the gentleman was speaking about um, his difficulties with 
cannabis. Hold on. Hold on, let's wait for uh, YouTube to... A YouTube ad, bro. Oh, my Lord. It's well, really sickening. <laughs> it's the downfall of that app. I'm a felon. I've been to prison. Not in 100 years would I thought that I would be able to own a dispensary or have anything to do with legalized um, marijuana. Hmm. Not for 100 years. But the system is not working as intended. Of the 205 verified social equity applicants in Los Angeles qualified to run retail shops, only 38 have actually managed to obtain temporary licenses to operate. It's harder than people actually think, you know, because to actually get your license, but you have to have a building within Los Angeles City, not to mention um, the taxes, you know, it makes it almost impossible to operate, especially for somebody that doesn't have a bunch of money even to get started. Mm -hmm. How much of your own money have you spent trying to get this off the ground? Uh, 30, 40, 50,000, something like that. And still not able to operate and see any returns out there? How's that feel? <laughs> Humiliating, yeah. Does it ever make All right, at that part when he said it was humiliating, I kind of felt bad at nope. that point. Yeah, like, I, I tried to say it earlier, we used the word demoralizing, but, like, yeah, it's not yeah. very cool. And it kind of touches back to Davidson's point as well. Um, so, like, I'm a social equity person here in the state of Massachusetts. Thinking about it, I don't have a license. Like, I'm realizing, like, yeah, I qualified, I am in the program, but aside from that, I don't, I don't know what to do you know i'm still waiting to get a survey from them or something like that like to go to a class so that's mandatory um I mean, so really crazy to hear that they've got over 200 people qualified for it and only like in the 30s have had like actual licenses like it's almost like performative more or less <laughs> you know like, what i'm saying it's it's i mean i know you're not a big football guy but it's kind of like the rooney rule where they you know interview a bunch of black coaches and don't really hire them or give them the worst job so then they'll get fired pretty shortly after and then it's like well i mean we hired him he what are you gonna day. say about you it you know what i'm saying so it's like yeah we're gonna give these people who've been you know struggling this whole time an opportunity to be in this industry you gotta say this when you say opportunity opportunity but then also not give them a fair chance to actually get in there sounds so, like a broken system to me i mean listen we live in the uh, greatest country in the world right which is also a broken system, or? I mean, listen, I'm just making sure that, you know, IRS don't check on my taxes. I'm just trying to get my family fed. Yeah, I was, I was, you know I was I'm just trying to feed my family. So I, I, I ain't know. saying nothing crazy about nobody. That's it, all. If you guys want to hear some some real stuff, you know, check out. We'll, we'll come up with some other content where we can really go crazy. But we'll right now. A, we'll make an unscripted. Well, this is an unscripted, but we'll make a, a podcast where we just talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> I could do that. I would love to do that. I would love to do that. <laughs> Um, was there any other takeaways that you saw from that documentary that you really felt like, you know? Um, I think that like around the middle point where the other black gentleman was discussing being in the illicit market and being in it for so long and like having, seeing it boom the way it is and it being great for him. And just like his, what's the word, like his negativity towards the legal market and being like, yo, like we've been doing this shit, bro. Like, y'all aren't gonna come here and tell us what we can and can't do. Continue. Well, no, that, that, was, yeah. that was pretty much it. But like, he's like, yo, like, th this is what we've been doing. I've been doing it successfully for the past 20 years. It was actually crazy, by the way, that he said that. I was like, you just incriminating yourself like that? 
I mean, you can't. I mean, you can't get arrested. He, he did keep the mask on. He did keep the mask on, so he's no face, no case. <laughs> but Fair. like that was a very impo- that was a very interesting part to me because he almost like he they, she, they, he asked him, "Did you want to like? Do you want to be like? Do would you le- do it legally?" And he was like, "Yeah, I would do it legally, but if I don't get the opportunity, I don't really care because I'm making so much. It doesn't really matter." Yeah, and he's just fine where he's at. I mean, for him to say that that he been like he is part of the people who are actually making this possible for people to do it, like the people that took the chances all these years and did all these things are kind of the reason why it's legalized, because that's what made people love the plant so much. Yeah, because prior to dispensaries, how is you even getting it? You know, you know what I'm saying. It's like you have to get it from somewhere. So having that opportunity to get it. And these people are the ones who are doing it. They're the ones who actually built the culture. And now everybody else are the ones who are actually, you know, monetizing off of it. And that's where this industry, like, we have to really keep an eye on it. We have to really, you know, bring it to the forefront. Like, the people who are actually doing these, who did these things should get a fair chance. Regardless of if they had a charge. Regardless of whatever you guys, they should get a fair chance. Or they're going to keep doing stuff like this. Yep. And where, and that's also where I think that story from California differs from here in Massachusetts, where I, <coughs> how good, how good. <laughs> I can't tell you the real numbers of like if the black market is booming or not in Massachusetts, but uh, to know that it's booming in California because that was already the culture out there was like cannabis culture was popular over there, like everyone smokes, you know. Mm-hmm. Here it's still pretty stigmatized to a point where like. If you're new to it or whatever, whatever, you don't really have a plug to go to. Yeah. Like out there where they're just growing it outdoors for everybody. Um, so I think here people just need to go more towards dispensaries because they don't have as deep of a black market as other places. Have. Yeah. And the product isn't as good. I mean, here it's I mean, I guess it can be as good. Like I've had some black market back in the day. You know what I'm like, saying? Like three years ago you know what i'm saying some 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 good you know some good stuff back in the day was on the black market but honestly those probably are the some of the same products that we're going to be putting dispensaries anyways you see what i'm saying and i do think it's safer i'm all about safety when it comes to cannabis you know i'm really big like i don't i love organic stuff all that stuff it's safer to actually buy from a dispensary because you know that it's tested correctly so if you are looking to go in the black market versus a dispensary, I'm not mad at you because, you know, shout out to the black market. You get a lot of things that you need on the black market. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. But, you know, I, I ain't going to hate on the black market. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, hate, I ain't no hater. But if you are looking for safety, a dispensary may be the place to go. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to pretend like that's not, that's not a fact. Because, you know, if you buy some kicks off the black market, you risk you risk them being fake. That's why you don't do it. That's why you don't do it. Yeah, yeah. You ever buy a CD on the black market? It's bootleg. It's you know. I have. I I was usually the kid that was burning the CDs, so I've never bought a CD. I see the black market's helped you out as well. I mean, listen. Uh, no <laughs> face, no case. I, this. I, I, and, <laughs> and this and this is for the record. <laughs> No, 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 I don't know nothing about none of that. You know, I, I, I do everything legally. You oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? That's all I know. Um, and on top of, like, the reason that's not just, um, what's the word, like, the safetiness of it 
and in some cases, the prices are more or less the same between dispensaries and the streets. Nowadays, it actually is, especially out here. Like, you'll get an eighth and on the street, and it low key be fifty bills. Yeah, just because it's in a package that say runs on it. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, "Yo, bro, like, you know what I had to do to grab this?" And I have to I'm go like, to "Cali, bro, come on now." Versus coming here, you can get an eight for fifty. You can also get an eight for thirty-six. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, let's see if we got anything else on there. Honestly, before I, I had a list of things we were gonna talk about. You know, we come with lists that you know. We're not I, just out here bullshit. Yeah, we're not you know just know out saying? pretending. Yeah. Um, I was gonna talk. I, I really wanted to make a segment about what happens with these two gentlemen I work with, <laughs> but I think I might save it for another week. Granted. All right, so if no one knows, I work in IT now. And I think I talked about this in another episode. I've gotten a lot better since my first time talking about it. And it's only been like a week. <laughs> but there are some, some disturbing things that happen, like today. And I, I'm not going to say his name because I want to put his name out there. I'm going to just give him a unique, I'm going to give him a name. What do you guys think the name should be? Kof? Howard. Okay, cool. Howard is a great name. His name that is Howard. actually fits so well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you got to come with another, the name for the other person, too. So Howard is a... He's probably like in his 50s. He's a middle-aged man. He kind of reminds me, literally, of Stewie when he grows up. Like, if you take the picture of Stewie as a grown-up, you take this gentleman, you, you can't tell the difference. <laughs> Now he's ta- like he talks pretty slow. <laughs> so again, <laughs> so he talks pretty slow, but he you know he he, he has kind of dry humor. So I, I kind of fuck with the humor because he kind of like makes stupid jokes, dry and I'm the nice. only one that's laughing, and nobody else. Everyone's like, huh? And I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> like, he literally be making jokes to our managers who are Indian who live in Canada. They do not understand. These jokes you're making at all. I'm the only one sitting there, and I, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I give him a chuckle. I give him a chuckle. But what he did today was very disturbing. We're chilling and we're talking. <laughs> we're chilling and we're talking. And I'm asking him a question like, yo, like, how do you, like, you know, um, come up with labels so we can deliver these, you know, tablets to these people? And he's like, oh, yeah, give me one second. He, like, looks at me and he's, like, talking and he, like, reaches for a tissue. And literally, I didn't know what came out of his nose. Something came out of his nose at first. I was like, yo, what is going on here? Not realizing after I saw it on his shirt, there was blood. And I was like, oh, my Lord. Now, like I told you, this man looks like Stewie. He is about 150 pounds. (laughs) Not even. He's probably like 120. He's like 120 and he's like 5'11". Frit like a model. No, 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 no. Very, very, very frail. Very frail. So I'm like, I don't know if I got to call the doctors, get this man to the hospital or whatever. But the point of the story is I'm going to try to come up with great, great, unique stories on what happens with these two gentlemen. So Howard and what's the other gentleman's name? What, what are we going for a second name for this other gentleman? Stanley. Stanley. I think Steve would be a little bit better. Kind of reminds me of Steve, but Stanley's cool too. Because the gentleman reminds me of Steve, uh, of Steve, because if you guys watch Euphoria, 
he kind of reminds me of um cal cal oh what's the, what's nate's the dad nate's dad he reminds me of nate's dad so next time i talk about the story i know you don't watch it for you no i haven't watched the second season yet. i gotta wait for a tall drop out oh, once okay cool so nate you know nate yeah okay his dad literally reminds me of this gentleman that's actually kind of sick from what i remember about dude's dad He's okay not a not, cool guy. no just just his look just look wise <laughs> okay, okay, his look okay. wise you know he kind of reminds me of how he looks so next time when i come on this show i'm gonna come with a very very good story about these two gentlemen because they kind of remind me of like yo what's that book you read in um in high school davidson it was like a big guy and a small guy oh of mice, mice and men. Men, of mice and men they kind of remind me of like that kind of bond <laughs> like, of my cement. It kind of reminds me of that bond. So I will come up with stories because these guys are hilarious. Like this is like. See, I, th- I thought you were going to say like back in the day, like elementary school, Toad and Frog. Remember that shit? I mean, he kind of reminds me of that too. Yeah. Like it just reminds me of that one kid who's like a nerd and actually gets to hang out with the jock. And like now he's like so excited. Yeah, this is totally twenty one and twenty two jump shit. Like, yeah, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? These so, two don't go together, <laughs> but So that was on my list of things to talk about, but you know, we kinda went to some other things. So I'm glad we talked about other things. That kind of explains a lot. I was looking at the list you sent me and I was like, Who are these guys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say their names, but yeah, I was like, Who who is these dudes? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, okay. I mean I remember the song, I just forgot. You can forget the name, so that makes sense. Um so we talked about our cannabis thing. Now we're get to the fun stuff. I'm sure one of you guys are gonna want to go to the mic right now. We're talking about NBA NBA second half reviews. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> NBA second half. I wish I had some NBA music to play in the background. I probably will next time. I actually just played some NBA Jam yesterday. I'm like, like a an arcade, bro. Really hot. Yeah? yeah, it was hot. Okay, okay. So where's your predictions? I know you're a Celtics fan, but I know you're also an NBA fan. You have league pass, so you have to be a fan if you're willing to pay to watch every All that game. money, yeah. Exactly. So, I, I, you know what? I want to start with Davidson today. And actually, before I start, because uh, we're in our dispensary, shout out to my homegirl. No, does, I was about to say this. Who does Instacart? She comes to every single day. No, 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 you're not, not on camera. Not on camera. Not on camera. I won't, I won't say your name, but shout out to my girl. How you doing? Where, 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 I'm where, tired. Where. She comes here every single day. That's my dog. She does Instacart and comes gets pre-rolls. She about her money. <laughs> I love everybody that does Instacart because I know y'all bought y'all bread. So I respect y'all. So shout out to her. Second half reviews. <laughs> Second half reviews. How do you feel? What, 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 are you, what are you looking at? I don't want, I don't want to start because I know I'm going to go into some real dark places. Oh, God. So talk oh, yeah, about you're, you're late. Okay. I'll, okay. I'll let you go. But, uh. As a Celtics fan, I'm looking really optimistic, man. I'm looking really oh, optimistic. Fuck the Celtics, man. They lost to Detroit yesterday. Couldn't even fucking cover. You know a what? That's spread. okay. Detroit hit like 53% of their threes. We had no Robert Williams. We had no Marcus Smart. Two players who should be on a Defensive Player of the Year award type Woo. of thing. Nah, 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 nah. It's Detroit Pistons. It's yeah, okay. Yeah, you know Davis is a little bit upset because he's he, he, on the night of a back. To, he, he seems like he lost money. He put, he put, he put, a, he put on a parlay. He went, he, went, he went to Foxwoods and put on a parlay. Rookie mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't do the research. And, you know, it's okay. He, he came up on a different game. We'll talk about that after. But, yes, continue. No, nah, no. Oh, <laughs> if, if I can. Um, nah, man, I'm, I'm very excited to the Celtics, for the Celtics team. Um, this defensive unit that they've got right now. I mean, we, we just put Philly down by 50. Pretty, on national TV, back-to-back national TV games. Without Harden, it's, 
it's uh, without Harden. But go ahead, continue. Yeah, that's that's okay. I mean, uh, like any game that Philly's lost this year has all been without Harden, so we'll keep it like that. <laughs> and Ben Simmons, but continue. Oh, every game yeah, is yeah. without Ben Simmons still. Exactly. <laughs> but um, on that note, I'm excited to see what that pairing's going to be. Um, ben Simmons, Kyrie, and KD. Um, that should be interesting as hell because Kyrie played really well off the ball when James Harden was their point. So I'm wondering if they'll keep uh, Ben Simmons at point and let Kyrie kind of play shooting guard because, I mean, he's dirty. Yeah. He's yeah, very yeah. dirty. Uh, I would like to see the 76ers play with James Harden. That would be kind of cool. I'm excited I, for that. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm excited for that. I know some people have their reservations, but I'm like, I like I like I said, James Harden's first game, he's going off. Embiid is going off. So we've actually talked about this, and I remember that we did like you guys had a bet of like over or under if he's of James Harden to score thirty or more in me his first game. Mean days to have a meal on it. I mean, yeah, I guess I dreamed this because I guess he hasn't played yet. But in his first game, he drops twenty one. That, I guess that must have been a dream I had. But okay, I've seen so, this happen. He drops okay, twenty one in the first game. If he drops twenty one, quote me on that. On honest to God, if he drops twenty one, you're gonna give me numbers for some type of lottery, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Or you need to have another dream or something. Because <laughs> if that vision, happens, bro. that's crazy. But he's gonna drop thirty two. Um, Who are they playing their first game? Who's James Harden playing in his first game back? I mean, we don't know yet. If he comes back next Friday, like he's supposed to. If he comes back even next, I, I don't know. It wasn't the Bucks because they're playing the Bucks today. It was. It was someone that was decent on the East. It might be Boston. I'm not no, but they just played Boston as yeah, well. Oh, I want to let my stats guy check that out. So I'll tell you about how I feel. And by the way, if you guys are listening, Rayvon will give us his review. Yeah, their first game will be the Timberwolves. The but. Timberwolves. Have a great one. Peace out. Rayvon will give us his review on Cushion Orange Juice. So stay tuned for that. Let me pull up the track list. <laughs> but, and he said the Timberwolves, right? So that's going to be, yeah, he's going, he's going for 30. Um, <laughs> but for my review for the second half, I am very excited for Harden and Embiid. I am very scared for my team not to even make the playoffs. Yo, it's looking scared. Well, actually, no, no, no. They, they won a game last night, right? Russ hit like two free throws in a row. But AD is now injured. Oh, yeah. So that is very scary. Davidson did win his, you know, single straight game for the Lakers. Granted, we said we would never bet on the Lakers again, but, you know, rules are made to be broken. We calling street clothes again or no? He, he might as well. Like, I, I thought he was really for I thought... Charles Barkley was forcing when he said that, but I did too. He is hundred percent right. I'm not even gonna go on and on because I don't want to go crazy about this. But yes, I think the second half is gonna be a much better half of the season, as always. All Star Game, All Star Weekend. I hope is what we hope for. I know it's gonna be a little bit different because a lot of the players that I expect to be in it, that you expect to be in, it, normally aren't in it. There's a lot of new players in it. Fred Elite, John Morant, Lamelo, Lamelo. Um, fucking they got Dejounte Murray, Dejounte Murray, who is very well deserving of a spot. Hundred percent. The they got old boy from the Cavaliers, Jared Allen, Jared and Darius Garland. Yeah, and Dar- oh, Darius Garland. I love that guy. Um, I am, I am excited for the Celtics because Jalen Brown did not make the did not make the All Star game, and he's been on a tear. He's been going off, and he posted something. Grant, it's so weird how I see things that I'm not even on IG or 
anything really that much mm. anymore. I do look at hot new hip hop, so that's why I see shit. But <laughs> uh, they talked about how Jalen Brown put a, a, a kind of a meme post of Kanye. You know, Kanye kind of did like a picture where he said like, um, "What do you put?" He said, "I'm not hacked, right?" Yeah, he said, I'm not hacked. <laughs> oh, that shit was funny. And Jalen Brown said, "I'm not an All Star game." So. Oh, I didn't see that. That's go funny. check out that post. It's gonna go crazy. He, he he's gonna have to go off for the rest of the season because he should have been all star. But yes, um, gentlemen, do you guys have any uh, predictions? Nothing right now. Do you guys want to wait for a, a you know, Kofi? No, no, give me give me what you got. Give me what you got. I mean, in regards to that James Harden and um, Ben Simmons trade, I feel like both parties or both teams it was pretty even. That's what I think. Okay, I feel like it was a fair trade. For now, I don't know. I feel like someone on the Nets is going to get injured. I feel like I put that energy out there. I don't, I don't want to put that out there, but I feel like someone's going to get injured. It happens. You just put that energy out there. I mean, listen, I'm going to be honest. Say, I'm not trying to put that energy out there, but I'm putting that energy out there. Yeah. Stop fucking being a contradiction over there, motherfucker. It, it, it <laughs> happens every year, so I'm going to go with the odds versus... The evens? Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> Maybe they might break the mold, man. Who knows? I hope, I hope not. Maybe no, you hope not. I, know you. I hope not. You should. We should have did a bet, man. Who goes further, man? The 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 Nets or the Lakers? We can revisit that after the after, Wait, after the first actually, game. Wait, that's actually that's a good question. That's actually <laughs> kind of a good. question. Oh, the Nets or the Lakers? Who, who's I mean, going I, further? I know my team ain't going nowhere, bro. We're, look at our look at our roster. We're trash. We're trash. And if we go somewhere, I'm behind. <laughs> Buy our markets. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right. So, do I have to play another? What's it? What, tell me, tell me what you want me to play from Christian Orange Juice because I'm gonna play it. Um, ooh, okay. I think my favorite song was I want to say Visions, just because it had I think the nicest beat. I also I like Slim Skit though as well. Okay, hold on. Let's let's, let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it because. Slim, you know what I'm saying? My mama named me Charles, but the people, the people they call me Slim. And you know I've been on this cushion orange juice, man. It's a wicked thing, brother. You know I've been around, seen a lot of faces, but my old lady. She won't, she won't roll my weed up for me, man. That's, that's very that's 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 always a difficult time, you know. <laughs> that's always difficult. All right, wait, give me a review. So my review is, um, so I'm definitely a fan of the second half of the album more okay. than the first, I think. Okay. And so listening to it on Apple Music, they do that thing where you know you see like the starred songs on the album, which weren't necessarily my favorite songs on the album. I mean, the Kid Frankie. I mean, that's the name. That's the title of the last episode. That's a that's a good song. But uh, I liked that song. Uh, that's Slim Skit. I liked the visions. I liked the different beats on it, where he wasn't just like rapping. And mm-hmm. as I got more through the album, I was kind of shocked to see like. His yeah. Turn. Um. Going forward, um, let's listen to all those mixtapes on that piff, <laughs> please and thank you. I- I'm so sorry. Bro. <laughs> we got you. We got you. We got you. Um. So. 
do you feel like it's something that you missed out on back in the day or do you think that kind of sort of like back yeah i'm gonna say no okay i'm gonna say no just because it wasn't my lifestyle not to say i listened to music that just accentuated my lifestyle back then when this came out what is this 2010 I was goddamn. I was thirteen years old. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, honestly, I didn't listen to this until probably like twenty sixteen, really, because I wasn't the biggest fan of Wiz early. Like, I hated Black and Yellow. And, well, so that's what also got me about him. I was like, I know Wiz. Well, I know Wiz, but like, I know his hits. You know what I'm saying? I know what he has on the radio. And Why are you there. doing those stupid hits when you make You've got great this. music? No, no. I was like, yo, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> like, again, like, I mean, some of these songs will become part of my rotation in this last half of the album. I mean, it was yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Word, word. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad to, you know, share some things um, on a week to week basis. You know, we, we're going to start to share, you know, music with each other. And then hopefully you guys get to hear it, too. So if you guys, you know, want to hear some of the music. And I think we'll try to get that link from the um, YouTube video that we did from the other segment. Mm-hmm. We'll try to get that on the page as well, so you guys can check out that video as well. Um, Leave a comment about songs or albums you want to hear us review. A hundred percent. Songs you want to review and stuff like that, leave a comment on the YouTube page, IG page, Facebook, LinkedIn, LinkedIn Twitter, whatever. email. What do you come with this week if you have anything that you want me to uh, Yeah, I got something for you, but I assume you might have listened to some of this I before. I do listen to a lot of music, but that's okay. Um, what's heavy in my rotation right now, Slash, this is the album that's in my car. So it's what I listen to a lot right now. Uh, you like Joe Scott? I don't mind Joe Scott. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm. I've heard good you. things about her. She got a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe Scott. I don't want to be disrespectful. You're a wonderful woman. I'm still looking to. for the tape. Whatever. <laughs> um, I'll say, listen to "Who Is Joe Scott?" Words and Sounds, Volume One. Y'all heard that? "Who Is Joe Scott?" Volume One. We'll come under review next week. All right. Where are we? Did you have anything else you guys wanted to share with the people? I'll shave eventually, I guess. I don't know. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Two weeks in a row, my hair is done correctly, so Ravon's girlfriend's mother doesn't have to come at me. Come um, correct, buddy. I'm, I'm trying my best. I'm proud. Um, and I did want to say one last thing. Because you, I, I remember something you said to me. You asked me the other day, and you said, do I care about what I wear on the podcast, do I think about you know changing you know changing up because I'm gonna be on the fucking no people are seeing me right seeing now. me every single every single week, and I've come to a conclusion. I don't give a damn, and I'll tell you why. Because when I do actually have some, like I, I can dress very well, but in my mind I'm still at a I'm still at a I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. So when I get there. My attire will tell you where I'm at. Right now, I'm in work mode, and I'm on, you know, we're going to wear the same clothes for a week straight. I got some things in the closet. We can pull them out. We're going to wear the same thing for a week straight because we in grind mode. So when you see me wearing stuff, you're like, oh, yeah, he's wearing the same thing, da-da-da. Remember, I don't give a fuck. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? And I think that a lot of people should look at that. Look, look at life like that. You know what I'm saying? So, as always... We love you, family, you know, at this point, we might as well just be cousins, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all are cousins nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Because, shit, half the cousins, I, I don't basically have my cousins out anyways, you and know what I'm saying? y'all don't hear a lot about us. On a week-to-week basis, and I hope we learn some things about y'all. So, 
I don't really have a way to close the show just yet. But we'll get there too. Yeah, no, we'll figure it out. We'll get there too. And uh, I love that Hardy. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Vintage, you, you know, know you, 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 you're always on the edge with the, with the clothes. So I appreciate that. I try. So funny, I guess, because to your point, when I was in college, something I uh, lived by, and I still kind of do, is that like whether or not you're dressed to the nines to go out, like you could die whenever, bro. Niggas die every day. When you die, the clothes you're wearing are your ghost clothes forever. So just make sure that Woo! you're always wearing something. Nice. Just round of you might that. be in that bitch forever. Of for that. Like, <laughs> oh my god, my ghost clothes. It can't be no work clothes. So we gonna we you gonna, we gonna get we gonna get me? there. We gonna get there. I don't plan on dying anytime soon. Granted, you don't got a choice. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna put that out there. You don't got a choice. I did that wrong. I don't know how to do it, but but <laughs> we gonna make sure the ghost clothes are fire. We have 50 minutes. Hot us. Peace. Peace.